0: Last weekend, the opening prayer at Mass had the following line in it. Graciously hear our pleas. And the four times that I prayed that prayer over the course of the weekend, and then on the days that there wasn't a memorial, that was the line that really continued to stay with me. Graciously hear our pleas. It struck a chord within me. And even when I would say it or pray it at Mass, I would kind of emphasize it. Graciously hear our pleas. Yes, we want the Lord to hear our pleas, to hear our prayers, that they might rise before his throne like incense, that he might listen and incline his ear to our prayers. Graciously hear our pleas. I thought it also was a proper prayer of a pastor for his people, especially praying for those who were sick or praying for those who had specific needs. Graciously hear our pleas as we pray for each other and one another. I'm reminded that one of the first weeks that I came here back six years ago, I was actually in this church in Rosaire that I heard the prayer for vocations that many of the parishioners had been praying after the rosary for for years. And after not having a resident priest for a while, I thought, well, the, the Lord heard their pleas. He sent them a priest now. We heard something very similar in our psalm response today. Said, Lord, in your great love, answer me. Really, another fitting prayer for a pastor. Lord, in your great love, answer me as I pray for your people. And so for six years now of having been with you, I've seen how the Lord has truly answered our pleas, how he has answered us in his great love. It was just a few weeks ago now that someone sent me a text And they said this, they said, Father, I hear you've been doing some miracles with that Lord's water. That is awesome. That's what they said, and I was kind of taken aback by it. My immediate reaction was, well, Father doesn't do any miracles. It's in virtue of the water, it's the miraculous intercession of the Blessed Virgin Mary. That in 1858, Mary appeared to St. Bernadette Subaru, and told her to dig in the ground, and up came a spring of water. And as soon as people started putting that water to their eyes that were injured or to other body parts, they experienced instantaneous and unexplainable healings. And there are 70-some-odd documented miraculous healings now with this Lourdes water when people go there and they enter into that water It was a kid's foot who became infected, blessed with Lourdes water at my prompting and instruction to someone else while I was away, and that young person got better. It was two young people who had some growth plate injuries while playing baseball. The one kid asked to be blessed with the Lourdes water, and Then another kid, a Lutheran nonetheless, wanted to be blessed with the Lord's water as well. It is the husband and father who had cancer and now is in remission. That's the power of the Lord's water. Graciously hear our our pleas. Lord, in your great love, answer us. And in those cases... That's what he did. He heard our prayers, gathered around those people, praying a Hail Mary and asking Our Lady of Lourdes to intercede. It's the couples over the years that struggle to conceive or carry a child to term. That my devotion to Our Lady of La Leche, a shrine in St. Augustine, Florida, one that I visit often, once a year usually that people began asking me to pray for their family member that was struggling. And so, praying at the shrine of Our Lady of La Leche, to my knowledge now, there are three children and a fourth coming that I have baptized as a result of those prayers. So, Lord, in your great love, answer us graciously. Hear our pleas for couples who struggle and he did, again through the intercession of the Blessed Virgin. When I undertook some of the major projects over the last few years, one of the things I did, I went to the graves of certain priests who served the parishes over the years. When I looked at the grotto in Brussels and thought, well, it would be nice to enhance this, maybe put a sidewalk and draw. More attention to it and make it more accessible. I went to the longtime pastor of the twenties and thirties to his tomb, his gravesite at St. Norbert Abbey, Father Glaudeman's, and asked him to intercede for that project. When the Brussels church needed a little paint on the walls and some plaster, I went to the grave of Father Pius Cotter in Appleton. When I thought maybe we should install air conditioning in Lincoln and Rosaire, I stopped by the grave of Father Becker, who from the grave told me to preach shorter and celebrate mass more quickly. And then we wouldn't need it. And maybe that's why on a day when it's 90 degrees outside, we don't have air conditioning on. But those major projects came to fruition. Lord, in your great love, answer me. Hear our pleas. And he did. And then there were times, too, that we all gathered and we prayed, especially for people who were sick in the community. We first began to pray for those miraculous healings that they would recover from whatever their diagnosis was. But then there came that moment as we prayed together that that prayer shifted and changed. That instead of praying for that miraculous healing and restoration to health, it became a prayer that God would peacefully and quickly bring them into his heavenly kingdom. And so another way that the Lord graciously heard our pleas throughout the years. And so today that's precisely what we ask the Lord to do. We ask the Lord to hear our pleas for our parish and for its future, we ask his blessings and for clear direction and so forth. It's the prayer of a pastor for his people to attain everlasting life, to attain the kingdom of heaven. That's the role of the pastor. I'm reminded of a story of St. John Viennet, who, when he arrived in this little village in France, in Ars, He met this little boy at the top of the hill and he asked the little boy for directions to the church. He said, will you take me to the church and then I'll show you the way to heaven. And so really that's also the prayer of a pastor. So we ask the Lord today to graciously hear our pleas in his great love. So that one day after a life of faithful service together, we will all be gathered again in everlasting paradise.